If you have just discovered that you or someone you love has aphantasia, or if you're just fascinated by the subject in general and love learning more about it, you are in the right place. The Discovering Your Mind podcast delves into all aspects of the mind's eye, including aphantasia, hyperphantasia, and everything in between. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Discovering Your Mind podcast, brought to you by Shane'sBrainDomain.com. I am your host, Shane Williams, also known as Shane's Brain. Have you ever struggled to understand or grasp a concept that seems easy for others? Have you ever struggled to teach something to someone that just doesn't get it? Have you ever wondered why some people hate reading novels while others devour book after book? Have you ever wondered why some people can remember things so easily? Much of these challenges and differences may be rooted in how our minds work visually. Now, we are going to talk a lot about aphantasia on this podcast, uh, but we are interested in all aspects of the mind's eye, acknowledging that everyone is unique and has an interesting experience and story to share. So we will be interviewing people from all aspects of the visualization scale using the Discovering Your Mind protocol developed by yours truly, Shane's Brain. We will also be delving into specific subjects relating to visualization and or the lack thereof and how it affects our lives. In this first episode, I will be sharing a brief overview of what aphantasia is, how I discovered that I have it, and research I have conducted since and how it led me to creating this podcast. Aphantasia is a condition characterized by an inability to visualize mental images in one's mind. That basic definition does a nice job of summing up the condition in a short, concise sentence. But to put it in other words, aphantasia is an image-free imagination, or uh, aphantasia is a blind mind's eye. People with aphantasia cannot see or visualize images in their mind. Many people with aphantasia cannot experience sounds and other senses in their mind either. However, the lack of other senses in the mind are not relegated only to people with aphantasia. When looking at the big picture, still little is known about aphantasia. The additional information and explanations that we will discuss in this podcast can add more understanding and clarity to these basic explanations. So how did I first learn about my own aphantasia? I was in a general college class back in 1997. I don't even remember the name of the class, but one day our teacher was having us participate in a memory and visualization exercise. He asked us to close our eyes and picture a tree. I closed my eyes and I thought of a tree, but I did not see a tree in my mind. As usual, I just saw complete darkness with a very vague thought of a tree somewhere in the distance of my mind. But what caught my attention was, after a few seconds, he asked, Everyone got it? I thought, well, I guess so. Then I had a thought I had never considered before. Maybe other people could actually see the tree in their mind like looking at a picture. Why would he pause and ask the question if everyone else was just seeing darkness like I was? As the class went on, I became more and more convinced that others were seeing pictures in their minds. The next exercise consisted of a memory test of sorts. The teacher once again had everyone close their eyes and asked us to visualize as he told a story. I don't remember all the exact details of the story he told, but the idea behind the exercise was to memorize a specific list of items through visualization and storytelling. After he finished telling the story, he asked us to keep our eyes closed and he quizzed us about what we remembered 
and asked us things like, what was on the table just inside the door? I was, of course, not seeing any images, just darkness, so I was trying to remember everything like I always did, just pulling it out of the mysterious void that is my mind. But several others in the class seemed to be answering with much more confidence and assurity. One of these was the guy sitting right next to me. Out of curiosity, I opened my eyes to observe him as he listened to the teacher and answered the questions. Just by the look on his face and the manner in which he was responding, I was convinced that he was having a different experience in his mind than I was. So after class ended, I leaned over and I asked him, Hey, when we were doing that, could you actually see the stuff in your mind like you were looking at a picture? He said, Oh yes, I could see it all very vividly. Huh. I did not know that was a thing. Very interesting. So I think one of the main reasons that aphantasia has gone so unknown and unstudied for so long is that everyone just assumes that everybody is having the same experience in their minds that they are. I know I did. I just assumed everyone was like me. Looking back now, I wonder how I didn't discover this sooner. So after class that day, I became extremely curious about this amazing thing that I had just discovered. So I began asking everyone I knew about it. One of the first discussions I remember having was with my brother and my brother-in-law while we did some work in the backyard of my parents' home. I asked both of them to picture a sheep in their minds. Then I asked them if they could actually see it, similar to looking at a picture. My brother immediately said yes. Then, curious about how much power he had over this sheep in his mind, I asked him, can you make it run? Yes, it's running, he responded. This blew my mind. Not only could he see a picture, he could make it do things that he wanted it to do. But my brother-in-law had a slightly different response. Trying to understand exactly what I meant, he asked, Do you mean that white outline of a sheep? Talking as if I knew exactly what he meant by that, since like everyone else, he just assumed we were all visualizing the same way. I have since learned that some people visualize in simple outlines or shapes, rather than detailed images. This became a topic of conversation over the years with my family and friends. I was so fascinated by it. I quickly became aware of the fact that pretty much nobody knew about this and that everyone was a little bit different. I married my wife right after this time, so we ended up having some in-depth conversations about it. She is a very visual person and can see distinct and detailed imagery in many amazing ways. She even told me once, that she could pull up her notes in her mind during a test. What? I think that's cheating. Isn't that cheating? I think so, because if I wrote down the answers on my hand and went in the test and read them, I would be considered cheating. So she's doing the same thing. She's just doing it in her mind. Anyway, no wonder she did so much better than me in school. Over the years, I did try and find more information about this, but I never really found much. I did find a couple small mentions on the internet about some of it, but, you know, nothing substantial, nothing really informative. Uh, looking back, I wish that I had taken some steps to be at the forefront of the study and research of this condition. But instead, I just moved forward with my career, my life, my family, while continuing to bring it up with family and friends on occasion. So a few years ago, I mentioned that I could not see pictures in my mind to a friend of mine. And he was amazed that anyone could. Turns out he was also a fantastic. That's what I like to call it. Anyway, he was in his mid-50s and had never realized that his mind's eye was different from anyone else's. 
Shortly after that, he sent me an article that he had found online about someone who had lost the ability to visualize after a brain injury in a car accident. It was in this article that I learned that this strange phenomenon that I had been talking about for 20 plus years had now been given a name, aphantasia. This renewed my interest and I began searching the internet again and this time I found a ton of information about it. I learned that the condition was first described by Sir Francis Galton in 1880 but never gained any traction and was largely ignored for over a century. Dr. Adam Zeman, a cognitive neurologist, became aware of and began studying the condition in 2005. In 2015, Zeman and his team published a paper on what they termed congenital aphantasia. The term aphantasia was derived from the ancient Greek word phantasia, which means imagination, and adding the prefix a, which means without. Since the publication of Zeman's paper in 2015, interest and knowledge about aphantasia has skyrocketed. As a participant and observer in this condition for a couple of decades at least, I was intrigued by all this new interest and information, so I began to read articles and began to watch videos on the subject. Although I enjoyed all these different takes on the subject, I began to notice that certain details that I had discovered over the years were not being mentioned. Because research on this is so new and sporadic, I realized that I could add a great deal of information and insight to the discussion. I discovered that many of the visual imagery tests out there didn't shed any light on many of the things I had discovered in talking to people about this over the years. This is when I decided to develop my own series of questions. My goal was to pull out as much information and descriptions as I could about what people are experiencing in their mind's eye. I then began interviewing people using this new in-depth approach, and the results were and continue to be intriguing and enlightening. I published those questions in July 2022 in my book, Aphantasia and Beyond, which is available on Amazon. Since then, I have decided to name those questions the Discovering Your Mind Protocol, and they will play a prominent role in this podcast as I interview people with and without aphantasia. The questions have evolved since I first published them, and will probably continue to do so. I have tweaked some of the questions as well as added some to the mix. With all of that said, I now want to ask you a question. Do you see pictures in your mind? When I first asked my dad that question, he answered, of course, everyone does. Well, that simple statement created a desire in me to share this information with the world. My father's assumption that everyone can do it, although common, is naive and somewhat frustrating for those of us who can't. Everybody needs to know about this. This is why this podcast exists. I want to provide a space where we can not only inform the world that aphantasia exists, but also delve deep into the applications and details associated with it. And further still, I want you to understand and realize that regardless of whether you can see pictures in your mind or not, your mind's eye is completely and beautifully unique. It is one of a kind. It is a huge part of what makes you, you. One resource that we will be using often on this podcast is what I call the Apple Graph. Go to shanesbraindomain.com and click on the Aphantasia and Beyond graphic and you will find it there if you just scroll down a little bit. We will be using the Apple Graph quite often on this podcast, not necessarily this one, but all the future ones, it's going to be around. So take a look at that. 
So based on my research, it is my belief that like snowflakes, no two mind's eyes are alike. Because of this, there can be no end or final synopsis on the subject matter. It just goes on and on and on. I discover something new with every person I interview. My hope is that this podcast will help you identify how your unique mind works so that it can help you navigate life in a more well-rounded way as you interact with others. I hope you find this podcast fun and interesting. I will have a ton of guests, explore a ton of different subjects related to the mind's eye, and I will get you, the audience, involved as well. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, and engage with us, and share it with your friends and family as we continue to explore this fascinating subject. For additional information about this episode or Shane's Brain, check out the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Discovering Your Mind podcast. You are beautifully unique.